Welcome to the Ask Sue Show. I hope sound is okay. I apologise in advance if it doesn't sound quite as good as usual. But luckily I'm here. We've got a problem signing into Blog Talk Radio at the moment. Um, and it didn't want to do it, but it let me via Skype. So hopefully this will be okay. Fingers crossed for no technical issues. I apologise to all those that are waiting in the chat. Um, been a bit of a pain, but here we go. At least we're here at last. So without further ado, I bring in the lovely Howard Austin. Hi, Howard, how are you doing? How are you doing, Sue? How are you today, my friend? Little technical difficulty, but we're okay. Oh, and breathe. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little hard hearing. It never means, but it paused. Does that sound a bit better? Yeah. It sounds a little better? Yeah, it's definitely breaking up a little, but I'll try to do my best to hear you. 
Okay, sorry, it's just an absolute pain to say the least. <laughs> so, um, so have we got? Obviously, we've been doing about Memphis, and we've been doing about um, uh, about John and everything. Have you got any updates at all, Howard? Well, one thing I did want to say, of course, today is nine eleven, and um, all our prayers go out to the families who were affected, the firemen, the policemen, all the all the amazing. Uh, all the amazing canine dogs that went in there. I'm from New York, and I have to tell you, I was in those towers the second or third day they opened. So just want everyone to say a prayer for all the heroes there. And there were a lot of heroes in New York City, and, um, you know, they were they were all just amazing, just, just unbelievably amazing. And, you know, just be thankful that the city pulled together the way they did that day. And uh, God willing, it will never happen again. I know they are rebuilding the towers, and they will – they will come back bigger and better than ever. So my, my thoughts and prayers go out to all the families, you know, all the workers that were affected, everybody there. They're all heroes to, uh, to all of us. Yeah. Uh, do you know what? And we obviously did the show last night for um, 9-11, and it was – and I've had a lot of messages of support saying what a strong show it was um, and um, thanking me for it. It was my absolute pleasure, and I'd still, again – like to repeat what really what Howard has said, and obviously thoughts and our everything goes to those families. That even though it's 11 years, it's still sometimes it can feel like yesterday to them, and other days it will feel like years ago. Do you know what I mean? So, yep, exactly. um, send, sending our love and everything to them. Yeah. So um, I did speak to Diana today. She may be called Jeff or Diana may be calling in. Um, as a lot of people know, Memphis was evaluated by Jim Crosby, and they say he was a gentle dog. Um, he is, you know, he can be trained to go to a home, not to a sanctuary. So um, I haven't heard, you know, a lot of details from Jeff. But um, this um, Saturday, September 15th, is the, uh, the Save, Save Memphis, New Jersey, announces the Memphis Mile Walk this Saturday, September 15th. The Memphis Mile Walk will be in front of Bloomfield Town Hall, located at one municipal plaza. Dogs that are leashed are invited to attend along with their family members to walk a mile in honor of Memphis, who is currently being held at the John A. Belisky Shelter for Animals in Bloomfield. Renowned dog trainers Jeff and Diane Coltenback, who have asked to adopt Memphis, will be leading the Memphis Mile. After the walk, water will be served for all the four-legged participants and their friends in, in, in looks like water-seeing park across from Town Hall. For eight days, we had Memphis on our home, and we were training him. He showed no behavior issues whatsoever. Remarked Jeff Coltenback, resident, Bloomfield resident and former and, and owner of Paradise Pets and founder of Pity Rescue. A dog trainer for over 20 years, Jeff Coltenback specializes in the American Pitbull Terrier mixed Pitbull breeds. Memphis has no history of aggression, has never bitten anyone, and no food aggression. The health department says there is a potential for him to harm someone, but all dogs have a potential to harm. Does that mean they will? No. So I really encourage everyone to, uh, you know, to show up uh, for the walk. A lot of people, you know, working very hard for this. Um, you know, we need to get the word out. And uh, I can tell you, Sue, the support is growing and growing and growing for Jeff every day. And, um, you know, as we have said before, you know, with all the people being let out of prison and this poor guy. But I do believe that Jim said Memphis is okay. And, um, you know, I guess there were a lot of rumors that he was being mistreated. As far as I know, that is not true. So that's at least encouraging. And, exactly. Uh, you know, and uh, you know, we just go forward. Um, you know, Jeff has the support, and he has, you know, as I said, you know, thank God you're letting us do the shows. 
and we just go on from there. As far as John, I've been seeing the pictures. Your daughter probably knows more than I do, but it looks like <laughs> doing amazing. I, I, yeah. I, think em, I, I think little Em is probably more uh, more up to date on that than I am, but I know I've been looking at the pictures every day, standing up. He looks like he's gaining weight. So it's um, just another miracle. You know, just Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, just an uh, absolute miracle. And there's been another one, hasn't there, um, brought to my attention today. Um, it was Tammy that sent me the link. And it's for Poor Hope. Have you heard of this one? What was that? I couldn't hear you. Uh, sorry, uh, Hope. She's in Portsmouth Animal Control, and that's in America. Uh-huh. Hmm. And I she's know. on the same lines as poor um, John, to be fair. And actually, she looks a little bit like John, actually, the way that she is with the bones and everything showing. Unbelievable. You know, it's just, it's just, it's just, you know, it's another angel, one after another, after another, after another. This this has just got to stop. It, it's just horrible. You know, it's exactly. It's it just, it just gut-wrenching every time you hear of it. And you know something? Every time you hear it, it's it's not easier at all. It's not easier at all. You don't. You never. You never get used to it. You'll never accept it. And um, you know, it just it just want, it just gets you sick. You know what these so-called human beings are doing? I don't think they're human beings doing this to an animal like that. It's just um, it's just unbelievable. And like we've said, Sue, it concerns me if they're doing this. If they're doing this to the, you know, to our angels. What are they doing if they have you know kids or or, or spouses at home? It's very scary. Doesn't really well. Don't bear think about, do you? To be fair, just it's just it's just um it's just it's it's just heartbreaking, unbelievable. But um, I do have a quick update on Patrick. I spoke to the captain of the New Jersey ASPCA, and by the way, Sue, he told me he did listen to one of your shows, and he thanks you for getting the word out, it's Captain Yoakum. And he said Patrick is doing absolutely wonderful, so it's uh, being taken care of really very well by the Scavellis. So uh, he's our um. My uh, my number one hero is doing great, and I was glad to hear that from the captain. Yeah, absolute fantastic news. And uh, obviously, hello to Captain. I'm glad that you are enjoying the show, and hopefully you're listening tonight. Um, and the support has been absolutely fantastic for our show, and, and obviously for the other RC shows as well. But, you know, it's just getting that word about, and we still need people to keep sharing these things. This is what's important. We need more people to be listening to obviously get the worldwide voice even bigger than it already is. Exactly, exactly. And I have to tell you, one of your number one fans is Nicole Scott in Australia. She just thinks you're the greatest, and she's <laughs> telling everyone out there, she's, every show she stays up all night to listen to your show. So that's, uh, so that's, that's, uh, that's quite amazing. Exactly. I mean, the thing is, we've had messages from all over the world, to be fair, you know, and the fact that me and you have actually joined forces um, and, and you're in America and I'm in the UK and we've done so much just by joining forces. That's what it's all about. All of us need to join together to make this even bigger and the worldwide absolute closer together by the fact that we're networking all of us. Yeah, it's amazing. Absolutely amazing. So, um, yeah, as we say, you know, we keep, you know, we keep marching on. The event's doing well. And um, as you know, we have our senior event still going. And, um Actually, I did get a PM from someone. We've actually had we've had three rescues already. Three seniors have been rescued. Um, Excellent. Now they said they said the event inspired them, and uh, people are telling me they're going to start bringing food to the shelters for the seniors. So you know that's that's uh, that's just an amazing thing. You know, as we've said on the last couple of shows, we can't neglect the seniors, guys. 
you know, go ahead and, uh, you know, as I said, go visit them, go pet them, bring them some food, because, you know, we're all going to be old someday, and, you know, we don't want, you know, we don't want people ignoring us, so that's, you know, that's why I, um, <coughs> excuse me, that's why I did the event, basically. Exactly. Now, I'm not sure we've got a caller on the line. I think it may be Jeff. Okay. Hi, is that Jeff? It is. Hello. Hello, my darling. How are you guys? And, Sue, I have to tell you, Jeff uh, was in New York on Saturday. and He's going to kill me, but he celebrated his 29th birthday on Saturday. So I was like, <laughs> 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 yeah, 11 years <laughs> short, Howard, but thanks anyway. <laughs> oh, the big 4 I'm sorry, Jeff. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I apologize yeah. for that. So, Jeff, I briefly told him about the Memphis Walk, so if you want to go ahead and give him, you know, the rest of the official updates, that's great. Sure, yeah, we're uh, we're meeting at Town Hall at 11 o'clock Saturday morning to, uh, we're calling it the Memphis Mile, and, you know, we're going to just get together, a bunch of dog lovers, to, to do a little dog walk in support of Memphis and uh, just to make our presence felt a little bit more in town. And it uh, should be a nice little walk for everyone and their doggies. Yeah, it should be interesting. Jeff, could you elaborate more on the on on the Jim Crosby evaluation? If, if you can. Uh, I mean, I, I I thought Memphis did really well in the evaluation, and I'm glad that I saw it with my own eyes. And uh, you know, it it was it further reinforced, you know, what what I think people aren't focusing on and. It's been consistent, even even though I was pre- I had pretty strong feelings about the first two evaluations. Uh, all three evaluations have the same consistent theme, and that Memphis is rock solid around friendly people. You know, uh, you know, PSL, both PSL, PSLvania evaluations stated that in her words. And, uh, you know, Jim Crosby's evaluation further solidified that Memphis did well around friendly people and uh, around threatening situations. He did not react, uh, you know, as they felt a dog should. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I know a lot of dogs, and, you know, I think the problem is because I work with so many problem dogs, I don't see Memphis's behavior as all that problematic. Now, sure, we want our dogs to behave appropriately in all settings, but if a dog is a few feet from another dog barking and lunging and growling, it would seem appropriate that a, a you know a response that reciprocates that is appropriate. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's uh, it, it is you know, dogs aren't Christians; they don't turn the other cheek. Uh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> But, but Jeff, some Christ, some Christians don't turn the other cheek. So. But as far as but Jeff, as far as his health, because there were a lot of rumors, he is doing okay health wise, correct? I have no idea. Okay, okay. I I haven't know. seen him. You know, I, by all accounts, he looked physically uh, healthy in in the video that Jim Crosby showed. Okay. And uh, you know, I, I I saw a pretty normal dog. Uh, you know, and again, I, you know, you're you're hearing this from someone who deals with dogs that have behavior issues and quite honestly a lot of the dogs that I work with especially initially when they are in that state of you know whether it's reciprocity and they're reciprocating another dog's behavior or they're initiating an aggressive a quote-unquote aggressive position or stance or vocalization or behavior Mm -hmm. it's often difficult to redirect them just with a treat. Yeah, I hear. And Jim showed that on video that not only does Memphis do that, but he does it very easily. 
and he continues to focus on the handler and the treat while the other dogs behind him are doing what they're doing. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was really promising, and it really showed what kind of Memphis, what kind of dog Memphis is and can be. Yeah. You know, and I, I told everyone, Jeff, that you spoke in Manhattan on Saturday, and, you know, I, I listened to you, and, it's, you know, what you said, you know, when Lennox was going on, as we said, it would never happen here, and, and, and like you said, it's happening in your hometown. Yeah, and, uh, you know, I mean, I... I was uh, I was very grateful that I got the opportunity to speak. The the event was you know we fell behind in the event and uh, as I was introduced and got on stage, the MC whispered in my ear, "You got two minutes." <laughs> so <laughs> I I had to you know condense my eight to ten minute preparation into a couple of minutes. But uh, so I, I I felt I got my point across in you know touching on Lennox, uh, discussing Memphis and showing support to get more shelters built in the, you know, the New York City area. Yeah, that's great. That's great. But, you know, so, you know, like, you know, um, you know every time this happens, like with Lennox and Wicca, you know, I, I personally did not know the families, and I'm very close with, you know, Jeff and Diana. I spoke to Diana today. It doesn't, it, in a way, it makes it more difficult because, so, you know, it doesn't change the situation, but, you know, and, and I... You know the support here for Jeff and Diana, and I, I know Jeff will tell you it's just—it's just overwhelming. I, it's just unbelievable, and I think it really—you um, know, like you said with Lennox, Jeff. It, you know, it was tragedy what happened, but it's brought people together. And I have to tell you, Memphis has just—Memphis has just brought so many amazing people together. It's—it's it's just unbelievable. Absolutely. Yeah, we could certainly learn a lot from dogs. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah, definitely more than we can learn from some of the humans out there. Um, Jeff, can I ask you, did with the video that you saw um, for Jim Crosby, that he'd done, obviously, he checked out, had a sort of everything. What did he do um, during that checking out of Memphis? And also, did you think that it was right on how he did all of that? I... Uh... I'm. I mean, I. I do believe that uh, that Jim's approach was, um, you know, pretty common among evaluators. I felt that he, you know, offered Memphis a lot of opportunities to just be a dog and allowed him. You know, Jim observed Memphis, and you know, he had to do certain things. You know, and uh, you know, when when he when he did stress Memphis a couple of times, Memphis did not overreact. You know, he did a couple of physical tests on him, and that's fine. That's that's appropriate. You know, I uh, you know the one test he did on Memphis, the scruff test, where you take the dog by the scruff, which it's a little old school, but you know, it's it, the the purpose is to see if you get a reaction out of the dog. I did the same thing on Patrick last year. You know, yeah. uh, I I did a lot of the similar tests on Patrick. Um, you know, I, I it's hard for me to agree or disagree with with his comments on the evaluation because it's his evaluation and obviously he draws his own conclusions uh, i i had a little bit different uh viewpoint of memphis's evaluation and it could very well be because i'm biased and i obviously have a, an emotional attachment to memphis and i do i do take that into account but uh you know i saw a dog on that screen that most people have sitting in their living room you yep. know, and uh, that's, that's that's what I saw. That's a good point, Jeff. You know, you can go to the doctor with the same condition and get three, you know, three different opinions. So, uh, you know, it's a good point. Yeah, I mean, so, a, a a dog, a dog that, and I'm not saying Memphis is animal aggressive, but uh, for the sake of what we saw on the video and him 
uh, exhibiting similar displays to the dogs that were displaying to to him. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you know, it's pretty normal. You know, yeah, exactly, exactly. You know, the guy just wants he just wants to be happy, and we want to get him home with you and Diana. That's the yeah. And le- last night we had uh, we, there was another town council meeting where you know we had the opportunity to uh, you know a few people had the opportunity to uh, to discuss a few things and. Um, a resident came up and uh, she said she offered something very remarkable to the town the, the town council. Uh, back in May of this year, she was bit by a dog at the shelter here in Bloomfield. She was treated at a local hospital. That dog was adopted out soon after. Oh, really? And it, and it bit somebody. Good grief. <laughs> and the dog bit somebody. So <laughs> this further adds to the million-dollar question why the heck is Memphis still in that shelter? And, uh, you know, that's that's the big problem I had with the past evaluation is that, you know, what he might do. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, heck, if I knew what I'm going to be like two weeks from now, sign me up, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you know that's, that's true, though. You don't, you know, you don't, you know. You don't. I mean, you know what's going to happen today. You don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. It's so, you know, that's so, you know, that's that's so bizarre. Yeah. But I, you know, I don't think they. I don't think anyone, you know, including yourself and Diana, expected the unprecedented support. So I just don't understand why they just settle it out and just let let Memphis go home with you guys. It's just, you know, the money that's being spent, the passion. You know, it's just it it it's just not good vibes. It's just not good karma. Yeah, and I, that's, that's, that was my theme last night when I addressed the mayor and council. You know, he opened the meeting basically stating to everyone that there won't be any comments in, uh, you know, in response to anyone speaking on, about Memphis because there's now a lawsuit, and the town attorney advised them not to make any comments. Hmm. So it was opened up, you know, with the you know everyone knowing that there is a lawsuit, and uh, my approach to them was, you know, my, my message was, yes, there's a lawsuit, it was the last thing I wanted to do, but it's here. I'm also mentioned that I remain willing to work with the township towards a resolution, especially as a taxpayer. I certainly don't want my money going towards a lawsuit that has a, a simple and free resolution. Mm-hmm. In reality, you know, I have my legal bills, and I'm a taxpayer paying for their legal bills. And so, it, yeah. of, of all people, I'm certainly one that doesn't want that to happen, but I also made it a point that they understand that we are going to continue to fight for the dog that we love, and we also have the support and backing, you know, not just emotional support, but financial support to go the distance here. Yeah. You know what blows me away, Jeff and Sue, is, you know, know, what happened in Belfast with Lennox. I would think that the cities, countries would learn. I mean, look what the protests with Lennox, the bad publicity, that's what blows me away. That's what blows me away. You know, at the end of the day, let Memphis home and, and, you know, let's end it. Let's get on to, you know, I mean, the money being spent, the bad publicity, you and Diana having to go through this, it's just, it makes, it just, it makes, it boggles my mind. I think about it every day, and especially after, you know, after Lennox. I mean, look at, look at the uproar that took place, and it's still going on there. There's still, they still want questions answered. So I just, I, I just don't get it. I guess I'm an idiot. I guess I just don't understand. Um, obviously you were saying about the township and how everything's been Um, the thing is the other side of this coin is you are not just any ordinary person 
that want to take Memphis on either. You are obviously very educated with the dogs. You have already, re, you know, you've already had Memphis in your home, so you've already took on board. Now let's face it: most of us that go to rehome a dog, literally, pretty well go through the same of what you've gone through, and do not have any problems after. And especially when they are saying that they've already rehomed a dog that has already bitten. And, and that's just one. There's many more that are that are they continue to come forward. So you, you know, and it's uh, you know, and, and we did, you know we didn't even get into you know all the witnesses that we have at our disposal, and uh, you know it's it, it's it's sad because you know they. I know they watch my Facebook and they see the things that I'm saying, and they may be listening now. I have no idea, but they don't know half of what we have. <laughs> Good. I, I don't think they understand half of the evidence that we have, and that's the scary part because they probably think that you know they they might have a a, a good case, and it's sad because we have a lot of you know a, a lot of things going for us, and I just I'd hate to see it go that far. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, so let let me ask you then. Obviously, I don't want to bring Lennox too much into this because we're talking Memphis. But what I want to ask you is, obviously, they um, did an evaluation on Lennox, and obviously, pretty well just chucked it to one side and ignored what they said. So, what I say to you is, how much do you think they're actually going to take on board of what Jim Crosby has said about Memphis? Have you heard any, you know, comments after? Well, I mean, uh, one thing Jim Crosby said was that, you know, right now Memphis can't go to an average Joe. So, you know, that you know, and that just further validates. You know, obviously, I'm no average Joe. With all due respect to responsible pet owners, I'm, I'm not an average Joe when it comes to handling dogs. So, you know, th that was something that you know he mentioned that if if he was going to go to someone for rehabilitation right now, it can't be the average Joe. Yeah. You know. You no, know, Jeff. That's like you know. That's like last week when we're talking about John and we're talking about Patrick. Obviously, Patrick, you know, being with the Scavellis is the best thing because they know, you know, Doctor Scavelli knows what he's doing. And with John, you know, hopefully, you know, hopefully, you know, you know, maybe a veterinarian will get him. It's the same thing. You know, someone once said to me, if someone said to you, "Could you have Patrick? Could you take him?" I said, "Of course not." I said, first of all, I wouldn't take him with his, from his family, and second of all, Patrick needs to be with someone that is more than the average Joe Schmo like myself. Like you just said, you know, I mean, you're one of the tops, you and Diana. So that, I, I mean, that should cinch it. That's what, you know, it's not like you guys are just, you know, average Joe Schmoes like myself who, does, who just knows how to cuddle a dog and pet her and say, you know, I love you, Rosie. And, and there's a big difference there, Jeff. There really is. Yeah, and, you know, it, everything keeps coming back to these, the Facebook pictures with the kids. That's that's what I, they, they keep commenting on this, and that's where they've attacked me Um Publicly, and you know the health officer called me two-faced, and I, you know, it keeps coming back to this picture, and they keep saying that you know this should have never happened the way it did, and, and no one was there, no one was there when the kids were and, and their mother were standing on the opposite side of the wooden gate in my shop with me right by Memphis, as you know the mother was interacting with him initially with, as they refer to it, a barrier between them, which there was. You know, it was only until a little while after that I took him outside to relieve himself and we took the pictures. And people keep focusing on all these quote-unquote negatives. Nobody's focusing on the positives and how well he did in so many situations, including a controlled 
encounter with my friend and her children by her permission. I mean, she took the picture, for Christ's sake. I mean, you know, it's, uh, again, it's, it's it's just it's absurd. And, you know, they they can keep attacking me. I don't care because I don't threaten with lawsuits, obviously. I never threatened the township with a lawsuit, did I? I just filed it. That's not my way. I don't threaten people. I take yeah. action when I need to, period. Yeah. And if it continues, then, you know, whatever. I'll do what I have to do. But... All I care about is getting Memphis in our home. All I care about, that's all I've cared about from day one. And, Jeff, the other thing is, going back to this same thing, we have many, many people that go to a rescue center, maybe tomorrow. They will go and look at a dog, and they choose it. They people go and have a home check, and then they walk their dog around the field, and they, you know, and they, they meet the dog and everything, and they have, like, maybe a few hours, and you take the children there. Does that mean that every single rescue center has done a bigger check as Jim Crosby checking a dog? You know, they're knocking you for having kids near a dog. Now, let's face it, when I rescued Miracle, obviously I was dubious, but my house has got four children in it, and I brought that dog into a home with four children. So does that mean that I am then wrong? And does that mean that everybody who has got children not, cannot rescue a, a dog from a um, kennels or wherever it may be, or rescue? You know, you, you bring up a very good point, Sue. And, you know, Diana and I, were, you know, we've talked about this. When we signed that contract, they, didn't, they don't know us. We, don't know, we didn't know them prior to Memphis. We don't, I, I didn't know Karen Laurie personally. I didn't know the health officer, Mike Fitzpatrick, personally. I didn't know Brian Aloya personally. They don't know us personally. They didn't even ask us if we had children. <laughs> they didn't even ask us if we had dogs of our own. Obviously, they're the health department. They know we license our dogs, so they know, but they never asked us if we had children. And, and the other thing is, did they actually come and check your house and your place to have no. where you were actually going to shelter them? No. <laughs> no, they did I, not come here. But, I mean... People don't know. I mean, obviously, people that know me know I don't have kids. But if you know, if you see us married, and we're, you know, you know, we're married for twelve, thirteen years, however long it is. I mean, it, sometimes you assume people just have kids. You know, yeah. They never once asked us if we had kids. Uh, and let's face it, and I'm I'm going to get shot down for my for what I'm about to say. <laughs> let's just say you're going to have a dodgy person that goes to rehome a dog from rescue centre. Okay. They come and do a home check. How do they know that that home check is actually where that dog's going to go? How do you know that that dog on that day is actually going to go to that house and a week later it goes somewhere else? There are so many different loopholes to this, but there's you saying, right, I'm educated, I know exactly what I'm doing with dogs, I have had God knows how many years of experience, you have no children, you're willing to give him 125% of everything that you've got, even to the point of insuring him and, and backing up everything. What more do they want? Yeah. And I brought that up last night. I'm sorry, go ahead. Sorry. And the other thing is, Jeff, if you've got anybody, I mean, obviously I'm in the UK, so it's a bit harder for me, but if you've got any friends that would get in touch with this rescue, and I'll, I'm going to say joke rescue, because that's pretty well what it, by what I can hear, um, could you ask somebody to approach them to ask them what exactly they want from somebody to 
to rescue a dog from you. So let's just say that it was in the UK. What would be the procedure that they would want to go through to rescue a dog? Because I would love to go through that on the Ask Sue show and read out on the show exactly what they require. And let's see what exactly is they think you haven't got that can actually let you rehome Memphis in a beautiful home environment where he is going to get spoiled to death, where he is with a person who can do exactly what he needs. I mean, I only know their adoption application, and you know, and I actually filled one out and answered all their questions. They, it's a pretty standard adoption application that most people who want to adopt a dog fill out. Uh, you know, in Memphis's case, I obviously had to offer a lot more. They, you know, and mm. because he was never, and he was never officially up for adoption, I submitted my application in the hopes that they would consider it. You know, and they ask all the all the right questions. You know, what kind of fence you have in your yard? Where will the dog be? And you know, during the day, at night. You know, how how, how long will the dog be alone? Things along those lines. Uh, you know, they ask for two references. I submitted fourteen. Um, you know, from <laughs> Only people 14. that. Only <laughs> Yeah, fourteen. And they, these weren't these weren't uh, personal references. They were professional oh. references from other rescue groups and dog trainers. So, uh, and, you know, it's, I, I, I did everything I can and provided them with everything they needed. And, uh, you know, they, they just, from the day I sent him back and up until a few days after, they weren't, uh, they no longer contacted me or were in contact with me. And I was just waiting and waiting and then the meetings and then waiting and another meeting and waiting and, you know, and that was, and I, I even, uh, you know, I even held off you know, on filing the uh, the lawsuit initially because I wanted to make sure that we exhausted all avenues, and we did. Jeff, have any of these officials given any and the public an explanation why they let a dog who bit someone get adopted out, and then they're just keeping Memphis there? Has any? I mean, have they given any kind of explanation for that? Uh, no, they haven't. Nothing. But no. but the pub but but. But uh, but the public is aware of that people in Bloomfield are obviously very aware of that situation. Yeah, because there's not just one. <laughs> oh, there's several. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I mean, uh, I I got bit by a dog there that was adopted out. You know, it was probably a different regime. You know, uh-huh. back when I was more involved in the shelter. Yeah. But uh, I actually have a scar on my stomach from the dog that bit me and was adopted out. Unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. So, so so sorry, Jeff, to go over this. So. So let's get this right. So were you actually checking out this dog, or were you actually just helping out to the shelter at that time? Uh, wait, when when I got bit? Yeah. Uh, it was a dog I was working with. We were just, you know, doing some training with him, and uh, yeah, and he just he just redirected. It wasn't it wasn't a lock on. It wasn't uh, you know, it wasn't anything bad, but you know, a bite is a bite. It was also no. win- it was also winter. I had a you know I had a, a shirt, a sweatshirt, a, a thick uh, down vest on, and uh, so it's uh, you know, it was a committed bite. But it wasn't the dog's fault. He was in a stressful shelter environment, and I didn't blame him for it. And mm. uh, you know he's actually doing very well nowadays, and that's that's really the point of it. Obviously, the point that he bit someone and was adopted out is one part of it, but the other part, which I like to focus on is that he's in a really good, responsible home right now, and he's doing very well. Uh, and let's face it, this is what 
Memphis fight is all about. He is going to a responsible home to somebody who actually knows what they're doing, what they're talking about. You you know what what how to react because let's face it, even all of our dogs, every single person's dog, whoever they are, it doesn't matter if it's a Labrador, the Chihuahua, or whatever it may be, even Miracle. There's days when they have off days, don't they? Do you know what I mean? When yeah. you can see, I mean, the times when Miracle's been lying on the sofa and the kids will be running around and she just looks up and I just look and think, she's not in the mood today. And I say to the kids, look, you need to stop. Just stop because Miracle's not liking it. And this is the thing. It's a two-way respect. And anybody's dog at the end of the day could bite for whatever reason. But at the end of the day, you, more than anybody, know how to pick the signs up. And especially, and even us as dog owners as well, we can also pick up the signs from our dogs. And within time, and probably in a shorter space of time for you, you will pick up those signs straight away of, oh, he's not very happy at the moment he doesn't like that situation. Maybe he doesn't like to go in the car or maybe he doesn't like to be trapped. In, but you can't get any more experience than that. So if they're not going to rehome Memphis with you, where are they actually intending on trying to adopt him out to? Hmm. Mm. Yeah, and, 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 and you know what amazes me, guys? You know, I'm not a politician, but certainly if I was a politician, I mean, the as we say, you know, the big saying is the eyes of the world on Bloomfield, I certainly, certainly would not want this kind of publicity. I mean, the world knows about this, and as I'm not a politician, I'm just a little salesman, but I certainly, if I was running a town or a city or a state, I would not want this kind of publicity because, I mean, the whole world knows. I mean, that's, that's what blows me away. You know, just settle it, give, you know, let Memphis go home, and, and, and let's end it, you know. But I, you know, I don't think they really, I don't know if they know how, you know, how much the world knows or the publicity or they don't care. That's that's what that's what that's what's mind-boggling to me. It's unbelievable. Yeah, I just don't think they care. Yeah, that's it, Jeff. They just don't care, huh? Yeah, and I mean they 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 keep bringing up liability and all that kind of stuff. And I brought that up last night too. Is that you know in in New Jersey, uh, and I guess this is for Sue, but in New Jersey, dogs are considered personal property. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you know it, it, they would be no more liable if Memphis bit someone in my care than if I bought a used car from them, drank and drove that car and killed somebody, you know? I own the car now. It's my car. I drank and drove. They didn't. Yeah. So, I, you know, and again, I still offered that additional liability, and, uh, you know, it, it has not been accepted. Hmm. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. We were talking about this, Jeff, the other day, and I suggested that maybe we should get rid of the BSL and we should have it as an OSL. So literally we have it as um, owner-specific legislation. Yeah, so at I the love end that. Of the day, so at the end of the day, we can have the owners in thing of it. And this goes back to the same thing. You, we are not, and I keep saying this over and over again, and hopefully those people are actually listening. But at the end of the day, you are saying you're going to be responsible. You are a home that has no children. You are willing to put in the time and the effort at the end of the day, there's not that many homes that are exactly the same as that, Jeff. Surely, to goodness, there can be that many people that are as experienced as you. There can't be that many homes that haven't got children, and they haven't got that many people are willing to fight for their dog as much as you have. Yep. So who else is going to adopt Memphis any better than you? 
yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't have the answer. <laughs> so, so, Jeff, going, sorry, going back a bit here. Oh, you were saying about this dog that bit you in the stomach, and obviously you were assessing him. So, in your opinion, should that dog have actually been rehomed due to him biting, or do you think that you can actually train them to get out of that? Um, obviously, the situation is totally different than being in a home environment because obviously they don't get that same environment. So do you think that you can actually well, the, the, have the, the dog the, bite and then trust them again after? Yeah, because the, the dog the dog that, you know, that bit me, it was uh, it was just a reaction to a situation and he redirected on me. And it was, uh, it was a quick boom, boom, and that was it. It's not like he continued... To, to aggress. It was m- more a bite and a retreat, which, you know, generally, you know, it, it, I hate to use the word easy. Uh, <laughs> you, you, can, you can influence that behavior uh, in, in, you know, in a much easier and simpler way, especially with, you know, positive redirecting. Um, the other thing is, though, Jeff, going back to that, I mean, what environment was, um, Jim and Memphis in when they actually did the test? Uh, the shelter. Okay, and can you explain what sort of situation that is in the shelter? Is it just, a, you know, like I, I'm sorry, slightly going back to the Lennox when we were, saw him being tested, it didn't look like an environment to me, this is my personal opinion, that was given an environment of, yes, he's, it, we could say, oh, let's face it, Memphis is okay there, but is that a good enough one check to be able to say he's actually okay to go out? Uh, the the room that they evaluated him in, they're, they're doing new construction at the shelter, so they brought him upstairs to where the new construction is taking place, and it's basically just all plywood on the walls, the ceiling, the floor. It's all plywood. So it was a, it was a new area. It was kind of away from the animals, so it was probably the best they had at their disposal. Uh, and it was, you know, it was a different area, probably somewhere where Memphis has never been, although I can't say that for sure. Um, but it was, it was probably a, you know, it was a, it was a larger sized room. It certainly wasn't small or, or you know, confined in, in any way. There was a, a big window, it seemed. So it was probably an okay area to uh, to evaluate him. And, you know, like I said, um, you know, that he had a, a couple of issues that caused the concern, and that was him retaliating against dogs that aggressed. And uh, the other one was, I guess they had a woman uh, where they um, they had the woman pretend to act apprehensive, but obviously being knowing, you know, knowing what I know about dogs and, you know, watching it with my own eyes, the approach the woman took towards Memphis and just Memphis's corresponding body language to her suggested that this woman was a threat to him not being fearful. Hmm. You know, uh, and, and quite frankly, when I see someone approaching my dogs like that, I coach them through it. That's with my own personal dogs. I'll yeah. tell them, relax, turn sideways, breathe, you'll be fine. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, See, the thing is with me, I, I look, um, I'm just speaking about what we saw on the Lennox video now, but I saw where that dog was in a situation where he obviously was meeting somebody he'd not met before. He was in a room that was literally concrete, a couple of chairs, with a guy that had got some biscuits that was passing it to him and taking it away, passing it to him and taking it away. 
um, and obviously was doing tests that, that on the same sort of lines that you would do. But the thing is, then I think that is a different situation than putting a dog into a home with sofas, chairs, TVs, microwave pinging and different things. It's almost to the point is one, and okay, I'm, I'm sort of chucking the ball back in your court bit here, Jeff, but not on a nasty way. Is, is one test enough for dogs? No, the the purpose of evaluations, they and you know, and it, both Pia Silvani and Jim Crosby, they both a- agree with this statement: is when you do an evaluation, regardless of where it is or the environment or the stimuli, it's just a snapshot of that dog right then and there. Okay, and the, you know, obviously we see we see sofas and couches and carpets and TVs differently than dogs do. Dogs acclimate to environments a lot better than we do. Um, obviously, a cushy couch is a heck of a lot better than concrete. <laughs> okay. Um, Miracle wouldn't have it any other way. <laughs> yeah. One one thing that is the biggest difference is, you know, when Memphis was with us, he was doing over four miles a day walking. Wow. wow. So, you know, and I ran a little. I can't run like I used to because I'm, I'm now I'm old. So. Oh, since, you, since you hit 40, huh, buddy? <laughs> yeah. But, you know, Memphis got a lot of physical and mental stimulation with us, which and I don't care what they say about what he's getting after hours to shelter by sitting in an office with whoever, okay? They're not doing four miles a day with him. When you're doing four miles a day with a dog and you're stimulating them appropriately and letting them travel and letting them experience the world, that does so much for them psychologically. Yes. Yeah. yeah, definitely. So that I think that's the biggest difference between the two environments. So, Jeff, is there another hearing schedule now or everything's just... Well, we have, you know, there's another town council meeting next Monday, and uh, I'm not sure what what people are going to go and speak about. Uh, I may or may not uh, speak. I'm not sure. The next Board of Health meeting is is September 20th, but we our first court hearing was scheduled for tomorrow, but it was postponed now until October 5th. Mm. So our first uh, court hearing is October 5th, and that's not a trial. That's just where the lawyers do their lawyer thing. Um, you know, no witnesses will be called or anything like that. But you know, we're talking that's that's about a month away, or you know, just less than a month a month away. And uh, you know, God, I hope they come to their senses prior to then, because, yeah. like I mentioned, you know, as, uh, although I did not want to do this, we're we're in this for the long haul. Yes, yeah, so say all of us. And Jeff, you're still taking donations uh, to the pity rescue for the. Uh... Uh, I am. I did get a, you know, I got my first bill from the lawyer, and uh, okay. fortunately that's covered. Um, I did have to take a, I took in a new dog into my rescue, and I did, he was a, a he, he got dumped on a friend of mine, and I had to take him to the vet today. So I apologize to those who donated to Pity Rescue on behalf of Memphis, but I spent $120 of that at the vet today. So <laughs> I hope everybody understands. <laughs> Do you know what? That's exactly. Why they all donated is because they know exactly what you are like and they know exactly what you do and they wouldn't expect any different from you because at the end of the day, that's what you did for Memphis and all the dogs is you're trying to see them and give all a chance and everybody respects you for that. Yeah, I just, uh, I, I appreciate all the support and, uh, you know, I, we, right right now it looks like, you know, we're, we'll, we'll, we got a, I think we got about $1,500 in donations into Pity Rescue from Memphis, and that pretty much covers where we're at right now with the lawyer. So, uh, you know, obviously 
we do appreciate uh, additional donations, and we're 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 meeting with Team Memphis tomorrow, and we're going to discuss some fundraising efforts. So, and then obviously the dog walk would bring more awareness, and uh, you know, we can go from there. Jeff, go ahead, put the link. I'll PM you tonight. Put it on all my pages, all my Patrick pages, and I'm sure Sue will allow you to put it on hers. So, you know, if yep. the more exposure you get, the better. So go ahead and just pop it all over the place, and I'll and I'll talk it up for you later for sure. I appreciate that. And, and um, the, sorry, go on, Howard. No, no, no. Just hopefully, you know, the walk is going to be, you know, is going to be very successful. Yeah, it should, it should be a good time, and uh, you know, just get more exposure out there. Exactly. So, now, so listen, Jeff, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna run. Do you guys have any other questions for me? Yeah, Jeff. People are asking, is there anything else that we can do? I think people are feeling a bit like, oh my goodness, what we do. All I would say to you, if there was any way that you could set up a satellite to that little room where they're going to have that meeting, and you would like me to do one of my Ask Sue rants. If you thought of the satellite, love, I'll do a rant. <laughs> of, uh, of the room, what room? Where you're actually having the next meeting. At the council oh, okay, meeting. the town council meeting? Yeah, if you can just get a satellite, love, I'll do an Ask Sue rant there. That's not a problem. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, do, we'll do a live feed, and I'll... Uh... Yeah. Yeah. I'll stick Sue on them. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, just to, can I just interrupt the meeting a minute? I've got Ask Sue from the UK. I'd like to say a few words. <laughs> yeah. Mayor, Mr. Mayor and Council, meet Sue. She's pissed. <laughs> um, Sue, Sue, and Jeff, I just, Sue and Jeff, I just had to tell you something. Our dear friend Sally just took in another foster. That makes her seventh dog. <laughs> Oh West, my West Sally. Jeff, she might be calling you for advice. I was just thinking that. Talk to you soon, Sally. <laughs> <laughs> now, oh, Jeff, um, obviously, we're obviously, all of us would just like to say, and I know I speak for everybody who will be listening to this show, we are totally behind you 100%. People are asking me, what can they do? Is there anything, that, is there anything in particular that thing? And is there any sort of little group that they could join to? Obviously, where they could obviously decide to save Memphis because obviously there's a lot of people on there, but also they want to know what exactly they can do, whether you know where to write letters, where to email to, and various other things. You know what I mean, is there anything you can suggest that people obviously want to do something, but I think you know we can share the links and everything, but I think they want to step it up a gear, as it were. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, obviously continuing to, to write and contact the, the town officials is always a good thing to express our constitutional rights, and regardless of where you are in the world, you can do that. I, uh, I'm, I, I, you know, short of that, I'm not sure, especially because now we, you know, where the lawsuit has been filed, so uh, as it stands now, you know, Memphis's fate lies within the, you know, the court system. But, uh, you know, be, until that actually happens, we can still continue to send polite and respectful messages to them and show our support and, you know, share, keep sharing the story because, you know, the, I probably have said this, this is getting, this is bigger than Memphis now because a lot of people deal with this, you know. I mean, yeah. you know, I, we just, you know, my wife and I, this is this is our life, you know. This This is what we do. We speak up for dogs and we have for years and... Some people are just, you know, average dog owners that are going through this, and then, you know, awareness is huge. You know, yeah. so just sharing the story, and obviously, you know, financial donations are great, but you know, some people can't afford that, and that's okay too. So sharing is very important. Yeah. Anything, yeah. You know, no. anything we do, but Jeff, I have to tell you that, you know, the, 
the love for you and Diana is so sincere out there. It's it, it's just unbelievable. It really is, and it, it it's just very. You know, you know, I read some of the comments on the Save Memphis page, the event room, you know, on your wall, Diana's wall, and and the love. I mean, the love is genuine, pal. Well, yeah, definitely. That's for sure. Um, Jeff, firstly, I've got to say a massive hello to your dear wife there, who's in the chat room. And Diana, if you want to share the um, the link for the um, donations onto the chat, plaster the wall in anything you like, love it's absolutely fine. Um, but very quickly, Jeff, we've got somebody on the line at the moment, so I just want to bring them in. It's sure to be have a quick nap with you. So oh yeah, sure, in. no problem at all. Echo nine one zero, welcome to the show. Hi, it's Judy. Hi, Judy. How are you? Okay, Jeff, that's Judy Flower. Oh, hi, Judy. How are you? Oh, Jeff, I've been following Memphis. I pray you have a wonderful outcome every day. As I, what you do just blows my mind. You're an amazing man. Oh, thank you very much. I appreciate that. Uh, Judy, well, stay on the line. Okay. <laughs> Well, Jeff, you know, at the end of the day, I know I speak for everybody in the chat, everybody on the Save Memphis page, we're 150% behind you, mate. Anything you need, any updates you want to put on to the Ask the Show, you all know that you're welcome any day, any time. Um, please just give us a message. If there's anything you want to share or anything, just get in touch any time. You know, everybody's behind you 100%. We've we just got to keep this going, not just for Memphis, but all the other dogs in the same situation. And let's face it, if it's anything like Lennox, we suddenly find that there's more like him like there was Lennox. Yep. So, thank um, you very Jeff, much. I appreciate it. Take care, and, and, and thank you very much for coming on the show, Jeff, and, and sharing your time with us, because I know, obviously, you're, you're lacking in sleep and everything else, bless you. So, um, massive hugs to you and Diana, and... Uh, and please keep in touch. Let us know when you get on. Great. Thank you so much. God bless you guys. Take care. Thank you. Bye. Bye, Jeff. Sue? Yep. Yeah. I don't know if you're familiar with the flower story, but if you could just give give Judy a few minutes to tell everyone. It's very, very touching, and you better get your Kleenex out. Bless. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, yep. I, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Judy, go ahead and tell the flower story real quick. Well, I'd like to start by telling you how I know Howard. Uh, Howard and I met pretty much right after he started his Patrick pages. That's the same time I took on my little foster girl, Flower. She was a 10-month-old border collie that was found on a gentleman's porch with her a uh, prolapsed uterus from being kicked and her brain exposed from a head trauma. They believe it was either an axe or some heavy object that she was hit with. So after her surgery, she needed a quiet place to stay, and I thought, well, gee, I can do that, you know, because I can't do much. But it turned into a, it turned into quite an ordeal, and a little flower didn't make it. And Howard was there with me every step of the way so between Patrick and Flower we formed quite a bond since then I've uh, written a book about Flower to raise money for the shelter where where I had 
originally got some from, and I've been able to send them a few hundred dollars, which makes me happy. I wish it was more. And at that time is when Jeff's book came out, One Hour Hour with Patrick, another book which I thoroughly enjoyed. But until I started to foster, I really had no idea the need for people to go out there and help these animals. They have they have no voice for them except for people like Howard and his group members and Jeff and now myself and you, Sue. Yeah. It's amazing. Uh, and this is why we need to get our voices even louder and even more spread. And hopefully the ASU show, and along with yourself and along with Howard, is making that voice even higher, louder, and even bigger all over the world. I mean, it's amazing. I'm speaking to you guys from America. I'm in the UK. And at the end of the day, that's bringing a lot of people together. Exactly. And and you look at all these things happening now with Memphis and and John and what you just had with, uh, oh, gosh, uh, Lennox. And, of course, there's, I'm trying to think. There's so many. I, I can't even. It's sad yeah. when there's so many that you can't even name them all. No. Every single day, I actually get, every single day, I get another message from somebody saying, Sue, have you seen this? Sue, have you seen that? And I just wish I had that many angel wings to put on all of these to save them all. But the thing is, we've just got to say, and I'll say these words again, enough is enough. We've got to literally start shouting even louder. We need to speak to the government. We need to speak to celebrities and people like this and say, right, so let's all get together. Let's just stop what's happening. Enough's enough. Well, Sue, I well, will, I, go, go ahead. No, Sue, I will send you a copy of the book, but you better have a case of Kleenex. The night my mother read it, she called me up and she said she's done good. It's a very, very emotional story, but, you know, um, and then I'll let Judy go. I have to tell you, I'm sorry. Uh, Howard, play, Howard okay. is a big He's a big part of the story. I have to, I have, I have to tell you, Judy's one of my heroes, and um, oh. and she does. I'm sorry, she does so much good, and I've learned a lot from her. And I have to tell you, Sue, she's very modest, but let me tell you, she has inspired so many people all over the world. She has a big following on Facebook, her group. I don't know how many people she has in her flower group. I will, I will I'll give you the link, to, uh, Sue. But it's just, it's, it's people like Judy that that just that just make a difference, Judy and Jeff and everyone else. So that's what, you know, that's what makes it. That's really what's going to, that's really what's going to make a difference. Um, Judy, oh, I sorry, Judy, after the show, would you please, um, Annie is a friend, and we will literally oh. share, your, share your book all over our Sue show. We've got um, over a thousand members, and I've got groups all over Facebook. Everybody will know. And also I've got Philippa, who's also got loads of groups, and we will share your book everywhere. I mean, a friend of Howard's is definitely a friend of mine. <laughs> well, that is just so kind. Uh, the way I've worked it out is the proceeds from the book, a portion goes to a shelter friend, and the, the little bit that I get all goes for chickens. So I, I have my own little pot. Anybody, any dog that's in need or rescuer that needs a little help with uh, a vet bill, I go right to that little PayPal and I, I can't do much but I help everybody that I can and my my original thought, Sue, I just want to share this with you was I was hoping that if 
the local governments just enforced the laws for animal abusers that are already on the books, that that would make a difference. But as time goes on, I'm seeing that it's not the laws, it's the government that's the problem by taking these poor animals from their homes. It just boggles my mind. I don't know what the answer is. But do you know what, though, Judy? It's the fact of the matter is also is that anybody that abuses a dog doesn't get a good enough um, law behind it to say, do you know what, we've had enough of it. Do you know what I mean? Some of, these, some of these pictures, I mean, that picture of John, I mean, what? I can't even tell you what sentence them leaps should have for what they did to that poor dog. Oh, it, it's... It's heartbreaking, and, and there just seems to be no punishment because no, no cares. They don't care. They Do you know just... what? There was two pups that were buried alive, uh, and they got 25 weeks. Oh. Uh, I mean, oh I'm not being funny. I don't do swimming on the show, as you know, but I've got two things to say that, to that. What bloody joke. <laughs> yes. That's pretty... That's putting it mildly, Sue. Well, I was being polite, to be fair, but 25 weeks for burying alive two dogs. Now, let's just face it, they have 25 weeks for that, they come out, their girlfriend pisses them off, and then a few weeks later, they'll be chopping up their their then ex-girlfriend or burying them alive, and what are they going to get for that, six years? Uh, I know. It's insane. It's, It's insane. But I do believe Facebook has really helped the the cause, at least the awareness. It has, yes. It has. But we can't change it. They don't enforce the laws they already have. Judy, what do you think of us changing BSL to OSL to owner-specific legislation? Oh, Gosh, well, actually, I think that's a wonderful idea. Plus, I think that owners should be vetted. I don't think anyone should be able to get a dog. I think that they should have criminal background checks. They should have five years of vet checks for their other animals. You can't just hand people an animal. You wouldn't do it to a child, so why would you do it to a dog? That can't be... I just feel like the people need to be vetted. You have people walking into shelters saying, I want a dog, and out they go, and you have no idea what's happening to that animal. You can only pray. And that's really, I I really do believe that people. I had a pit bull last year, a puppy, that a neighbor of mine was arrested, and the police picked up the pit bull, which was eight weeks old, and it's the county law that the dog must be destroyed immediately because it's a pit bull. So they asked me if I would take it, and I found a pit bull rescue group in New York. I'm in North Carolina. They took the dog. They kept it until she was old enough to be spayed, gave her all her shots, microchipped her, did a five-year criminal background check, and a five-year vet check on a family that was on a waiting list, and they also do two unannounced home visits within the first year to make sure that dog is seen. 
being taken care Unbelievable. of. Unbelievable. Sue, I think we yep. need to do a whole show on this. I think we'll do a whole show on this whole thing with Gina, the laws and the vetting and everything. But do you know what? My idea is this, and I've said this going back well, pretty well a few weeks back now, I thought of this idea. I would like, you know where we have cars and we have MOTs and we have insurances and we have log books and we have all of these different things? I want dogs to have the same. So I would like a dog to have a log book, to have his name, address, and everything on it, all his details, where he will be microchipped so we know exactly whose dog it is, what the score is, if he's nasty or he's not nasty, if he's been out so many times, if his injections are up to date, his immunizations and everything. That Then he'll also have an MOT, which means every year they have to go to the vet. Even if there's nothing wrong, once a year they go to a vet to be to make sure everything's all okay, and then also they will have insurance. So if they get get out on the road or anything like that, then that's fine. You know what I mean? They will be microchipped already. Plus, if anything did happen, they will already be insured. So we won't have people saying we can't afford to pay for the vet bills because they'd be insured for that. But also, the other thing I wanted was where they have a license that owners, it, they will have a point system like we do on our license, that if there is certain amount of times that this dog is let, let out on the street, or if they have um, bitten somebody or different things, then they will have the dogs taken off them after so many points. Wonderful idea. That would be in a perfect world. But do you yeah. think now, that you can get it to happen? That's hmm. that's the problem. Well, do you know what, Judy? If if it means you think about how many times that the Lennox was shared, how many times Memphis has been shared, how many times all these other dogs have been shared, if enough people changed, if everybody got together, and as my words keep saying, enough is enough, yeah. anything is possible if we all stick together. Right, you know. Every, it's it's all right. Do you know what everybody keeps saying about all these different petitions, all these different groups, and everything else? But at the end of the day, we need to all be together. And, and right. How would you know the score as well as I do, as well as other people do? There's been that much bitching and rustling on about rubbish. At the end of the day, yes, I do my Ask Sue show, and I'm getting the word out. But I'll tell you what, I'll still say it again. We all need to have one big, massive voice that covers worldwide, where we literally shout at these governments and everything else that enough is enough. But you know, like and I Tammy, you're absolutely right. Spray, neuter, microchip. And all of that, all in one, definitely. Owner specific legislation laws. Yep. So everyone, everyone sticks oh, go together. Ahead. I was, yesterday, um, I, I worked with the group. Yesterday, we pulled a bunch of dogs from a kill shelter. And when, um, first, we do behavior testing. I'm I'm the new guy in this group, so I more or less just do the paperwork and observe. But they do behavior testing, and uh, once a dog has passed the test, they do a blood test to see if it's heartworm positive. We work with two different prisons. One takes the heartworm positive, and the other ones take the negative. And those dogs go for nine weeks to the prison, and they are vetted, microchipped, spayed or neutered, and we do this big event and get them all adopted to wonderful homes where we do home checks and background checks. And we've had a 
success rate, and this will be our 89th stall. So it, it can be done. It can be done. Judy, I'm getting PMs from a couple of people saying, bless your heart. Uh, yeah. um, and also, Sam Judy, Harris. I need to know, sorry, I'm being asked and shouted out in the, the uh, chat here, saying absolutely lovely person. Also, they want to know your um, book. What's the name of your book? Uh, uh, well, the name of the book is Watching Flower Bloom, and it's on Amazon. It's on Amazon, and uh, it's also on Kindle, or um, I can post the link to your page, Sue, if they would like it directly from me. Oh, yes. Yes. I I'll answer mail. for them before they say yes. <laughs> and Sue, uh, Sue, I had the honor of getting the first autographed copy, so I am very proud of that. <laughs> well, so you should, because you do so much behind the scenes, I would and good. I'm glad that somebody else recognizes what an absolutely amazing guy you are. Oh, thank you. Thank yeah. you, Judy, for that. Well, Thanks, Judy. I thank you, and I have a wonderful night. And, uh, Sue, when I get home, I'm going to French you. <laughs> oh, my goodness, yes. Oh, my Lord, yes. We'll be having mega rats love on the Facebook, okay? Okay. Good night, now. Anyway, good night, Judy. Thank you so much for calling in. Sue, I wanted to pri I wanted to surprise you with Judy because I wanted you to hear that story. I, I definitely thought it was worthwhile. Definitely, definitely. Are there any, so. are there any calls on hold? There is, yes. Hold on a minute. Six one eight. Yep. Hold on. That's, that's our friend Sally. Hi, Sally, darling. How you doing? Hi. Hi, Sue. How are you? Hi, Sal. Hey, Howard. This is great, having all my best friends. See, Sue, you've created like a following here. you got a cult following now. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Absolutely. How are you doing, Sally? Are you okay anyway? I'm doing good. I just got home a little while ago and uh, with my foster dog, and he's okay. wonderful. And what I sort is he? We're really not sure. He's... He looks like he's got some border collie, but his fur is a brindle. He's a really beautiful dog, and he's not great big. He's about border collie size, but I don't know where this brindle color came from. He, he's really a beautiful dog. Oh, bless. And, and Sue, I made a mistake. It's her eighth dog. I'm sorry, Sally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, He's, he's number eight. Um, oh, boy. Unbelievable, but Sally. The shelter, the Snow Kill shelter where I volunteer out a lot, they're helping me to uh, network him, and they're going to go through their uh, adoption process to get him adopted because um, they do the background check. They do all that. They check people out really good, and that's what I want. I want him in a good home. Because I, told, I can't handle eight. I mean, I'm at my max. But to foster him, that's good. I, I'll foster him and give him some love so he can find his happy home because they are full. They really last week had three people throw two over a fen their fence and one leave a crate at their door with a dog in it with a note from the guy saying, I will be back from my crate. So, no way. Yeah. 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 The guy sorry. left a note on the crate saying, um, I'll be back from my crate. Sally, oh, I have I have regards for you. Nicole from Australia, who's half asleep, just said, bless your heart, and she said hello. Thank you for doing what you're doing. <laughs> I posted his picture um, on Facebook, so he, he's on there because I really would love to see him get a good – he's wonderful with kids. Um, 
how I got him was a friend of mine works in a prison boot camp. And, you know, normally, you know, a lot of times, in, you know, some of the inmates were feeding him. There was a few, of course, that were being mean to him. And one came and got her and said, they're really trying to kill this dog. So she ran, she grabbed him, she put him in her car and brought him home. And she called me and she says, can you take him? She's got two small kids and she's in an apartment. She can't have a dog. So I went and got him, and uh, the shelter took pictures of him today. He's going to be on their Facebook page and get him neutered, and he will go for uh, PetSmart to their adoption event. So we'll and see about we'll see about that if if you don't keep him, Sally. <laughs> and my husband hasn't seen him yet. Uh oh, uh oh. You, you got to realize her husband's a real softy. So. And he, he brought home the boxer. So. Oh bless! So, Sally, can I ask you something? I've sure. always, um, I've got three dogs that obviously are permanent. They're never going to go anywhere. They're they're here for life. Do you know what I mean? Now, I uh-huh. don't know. I've always said I have obviously at the moment. Unless I win the lottery and get myself a small holding, can't foster any dogs at the moment. But uh-huh. I've always had this thing of I don't know if I could foster because I don't know if I'd be able to give them back. So how do you actually get over that, being able to give them back? Because it's like when people say about fostering children, which is something I did look at at one point, I keep kept saying to them, it's all right fostering them, but if they come to them up and I've fallen in love with them, that would be it. <laughs> do you well, know what I mean? I'm a seven-time foster failure. <laughs> <laughs> I but haven't Obviously, the line's got to be done somewhere. I'm sorry to say, Sally, but you know, how, how do you do this? I mean, it would heartbreak me, to say the least. Yeah, it is. I, I say, I, he's the first one that I know I'm not going to be able to keep. All the other dogs I have kept. I've said, oh, I'll just keep them and find them at home. I never did let them go. I, he is the one that I'm going to really have to brace myself for, that I've got to make sure... He gets a good home, and I can let him go because there's just no way that I can take in eight with two pit bulls, a boxer, a chocolate lab mix, and three seniors. I have three senior dogs, too. Do you know what? I have just got a few letters for you, and that's R-E-S-P-E-C-T with capital letters. Total respect to you. I'll tell you what, if we had more people like you in the world, we wouldn't have such a problem. And well, I except have, when we get rid of the people that keep breeding these dogs, then we would have a bit of a problem. Sue, I have, uh, yeah. I, have, I have to tell a secret. Sally's going to kill me. She's also got a husband that likes to eat her cereal. Shut <laughs> 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 up. He did. He I had talk- my golden puffs. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking to her last night. She said, my cereal's gone. <laughs> now, Sue, I have a question to ask, and I'm going to put you on the spot. So I haven't asked you. If for some reason I cannot make a Tuesday, can Sally fill in for me? Um, let me think about that for a second. Of course. Okay. <laughs> so if I need to take a Tuesday off, Sally, there won't be many, but you know. Okay. I'll be great. honored. Okay, I'll be well, honored. Okay. Well, so after as... next Tuesday, um, I will still be under sedation because I'm having my surgery next Wednesday. Okay. Well, it may be well, once in a while, but I just wanted to say oh, I can do it next Tuesday. No, I'll be calling in next. I'll be. I said when I go on vacation, don't be funny now. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> but you're our, but you're our regular call in though, so that's cool. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, I enjoy but, it. 
But, you know, Sue, back to seriously, back to what we were talking about, Jeff, his expertise. He helps Sally out so much, and, you know, she's seen differences in PD. So, you know, mm-hmm. back to our original discussion with that whole thing, you know, why, why, you know, I don't know if you're listening to the whole show, Sally, but Jeff said that there was a dog bitten by someone from the same shelter, and they let, him, and, and they let, they let the person adopt him out, but Memphis still sits there. So, Sally, can I, can I just tell you, because obviously you've, I haven't actually personally met Jeff, I can sense by him, and obviously the messages I've had about him and have been, have been absolutely fantastic, but obviously you've worked with Jeff professionally, so how did you find how he treated the dogs, how he checked out the dogs and everything with you, how he showed you to do different things, how, can you explain sort of what the, some of the things that he did? But it wasn't well, physical, though. It, was, it wasn't physical because I'm in Illinois and he's in New Jersey. Right, but okay. he went out of his way to listen to me, explain to him what my dog was doing, everything in detail. I took pictures of the dog. You know, I went over everything with him. And he would call me and say, okay, let's try this. Why don't you try that? He would email me things and tell me, you know, this is the steps you need to take and this is how you need to get him started doing this. Everything he sent me and told me to do worked. Petey has really, really made a turnaround. He's not as aggressive now. He's listening better. He's not trying to be Mr. Dominant all the time. I mean, just the simple thing of, you know, you and your husband need to go in the door first and show him he's not in charge. That's, you know, not many people would think of that. But it's true. When he started being, no, you stay, you go in second, he really... And just little things like that that you do every day makes a big difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he, he he brought that out. So we totally exactly. trained. We we changed our training. We've done everything to the T of what Jeff said to do. And Petey's a much, much better dog. Yeah, the, city, the, Actually, city of, the city of Bloomfield should be happy that Jeff and Diana want to adopt him. That's that's what's the most, you know, unbelievable thing. That's, that's, that's what exactly. I don't understand. I don't understand why Bluefield being the way they are when Jeff has the knowledge, he has the ability, he loves this dog. Why would you deny this dog a home where you know he's going to be loved and taken care of? And why risk? Why would you deny this to this dog? It's just the right. You know, it's just the right. You know, it's just the right thing to do. You you know, you want the dog. Exactly. You know, it's just it's just the humane thing to do, but. You know, like Jeff said, he he just can't figure it out if they don't care or whatever. But you know, as we said, the the world is you know the world is watching Bloomfield, so it's it's a tough situation. It's a very I think tough. it's a power trip. I think yeah. they have a power trip. Yeah. yeah. Has anybody actually got any connections to Bloomfield that would like to get in touch with them and ask them uh, would they like to come on the Ask Sue show and actually give their points across? <laughs> just like oh, yeah. oh no, yeah. I, I'm. I'm being deadly serious. I would like somebody to email them or call them, ask them, and I don't care if everybody emails and calls them, but I would like the opp- them to have the opportunity to come on here and say their side because, and please, Jess, I am not siding them by any chance or Diana at all, but I like to listen to two sides of the story, and if they've got a side to their story, then I would like to hear it. And at the end of the day, I think everybody here is very confused about the situation because why not? Well, you know, so, so week after week you made the same offer with Lennox and no one ever came on, same thing. No, but so. that just shows... Oh, do you know what that tells me? That just shows me they've got a lot to hide and they haven't got the guts to 
come on the show. At the end of the day, and I don't care if they're listening, right? Okay. I know Diana's on chat. Hi, Diana. Massive hugs for you. Um, but do you know what? I would love them to come on the show and tell. If they've got nothing to hide and they think they are protecting the public or whatever they, they're doing, then come on the show. If you don't come on the show, then we know that they've got something to hide, and we know that Memphis should be allowed to go to to Diana and Jeff. It's amazing. But nice about it. And at the end of the day, I mean, every time, it was exactly the same as Lennox, wasn't it? We were finding out all of these different problems and everything that was going on, apparently. Um, the funny part is we kept having different things told us, but not one person... But Belfast City Council or anybody would come on the show and back them. Exactly. So if somebody at the end of the day um, knows Bloomfield and would like to email them or call them and ask them to come on to the show, then more than well. If anybody would like to come on the show and throw you know, Bloomfield's side of the story, I have not got a problem with you coming to the show. The lines will be open for you too. And um, we'll maybe have that next week. So if Bloomfield or any of you want to come on to the show next week and you want to put your sides to the story, that is fine. You are more than welcome to join the show because at the end of the day, I would love to hear what you've got to say about why Diana and Jeff can't have Memphis because I also want to ask the question, if Diana and Jeff can't have Memphis, who the hell are you going to rehome Memphis to that's got the experience and a home like theirs. And, and the love that they're going to give them, you know, it's just... Exactly. It, you know, exactly. You know, I, I spoke to Diana today on the phone, and you can just hear the... You know, I was... You know, I, I didn't... I, I've been I've been, I've been, been friends with Jeff. Oh, I, it sounds weird. I've been friends with Jeff Long. I really became close with Diana during this, you know, whole Memphis thing. And, you know, something when I talked to her, you can just hear the love in her voice. She's the kindest, one of the most loving people I know. And... Uh, you know, at the end of the day, like you say, Sue, get Memphis to the home. Let him be happy. Let him go on the couch with them. Let Jeff and Diana kiss him and give him his belly rub. That's all they're asking. I mean, they're not asking for a freaking miracle here. That's that's the part. That's the part I just don't understand. Be compassionate. Let him go home. End it. Just end it. And you know, that's it. It could be a happy ending. But I guess certain people don't want it to be a happy ending. I don't know. It's just very odd to me. Howard, I've just had, um, obviously, I've just put um, on the chat, everyone please email them and ask them to come on the show. And uh, I'm not going to say anything live on the radio, but somebody's just told me uh, the email address to send it to. It's healthbloomfieldtwpnj.com. Can I just stipulate, please, no offensive emails to no, be sent. No, no, no. Just please, please ask them. If you would like to join us on the Ask Sue show, where they can put forward their side and just to, even if they were to ring in and give us an update on how Memphis is, how he's coping, and if he's okay, and, you know, how are they finding him. Also, if they want to tell us of other rescues they want to um, rehome as well. Please, you know, at the end of the day, we want everybody to email ask them to come on the Ask Sue show, not just obviously about Memphis, but also about the other dogs that they've got in there that they want to rehome. But at the end of the day, we also want them to rehome uh, Memphis to Diana and Jeff. There would not be a better home. Everybody I have sent messages from has nothing but tell me what a fantastic couple they are and how very, very experienced Jeff is. And do you know what I mean? 
please, please get in touch. Um, if we say a week today, um, for that, for people that are asking me what date, um, that will be the 18th of September, Tuesday the 18th of September, and it will be 9 p.m. UK time. So if anybody wants to email, uh, Tammy, if you want to put um, like a, an email together so everybody can share the same email, that's fine too. You know, anything we can do. Um, I, I think that we've got to, I'm not saying that we literally stalk them, but I think a few emails are the same to say, you know, this is where you can actually have your say. And also, let's face it, they have still got other dogs that need rehoming in there as well. So, you know, at the end of the day. I mean, I must admit, I must look into this because I don't know enough about Bloomfield themselves. So it would be good for me to have a good read up on them as well. And see yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. Oh, um, Sue, Sally said her phone died, so she'll talk to us soon. <laughs> oh, bless her. Yeah. Uh, big hug, Sally. Thank you very much for calling to the show. But I have to tell um, you, um, Sue, I just want to say real quick, I met Judy and Sally both through Patrick. And, you know, through through doing my Go Green events. And, you know, like I said to Jeff or Diana, that's the miracle. You know, just meeting just meeting all these wonderful people. And I've become very, very close with them. And, um, you, know, it's, you know, it's amazing. It's just amazing what a little animal can do for us. You know, bring yep. us, uh, they certainly bring us a lot closer together and more peaceful than politicians out there. That's for sure. <laughs> exactly. Exactly right. It's just ridiculous. Um, and, and anybody that, I mean, obviously I'm not Erica, so we don't know who you're supposed to email to, but I'm sure if you go to the Save Memphis, it will actually tell you on who they want to, e you want, um, who Jeff and Diana want you to email as well. So, you know, by all means, um, share those as well. So, um, how are we doing for time here? Good grief, Twin. 22 okay. minutes to go. Okay. Good grief, time goes so fast, doesn't it? Yeah, it, was very, it was a very fast show today, but very, you know, in a way uplifting. Um, I think we, you know, we sent out some positive vibes, and, uh, you know, we just we just keep chugging along. That's all we can do, Sue, week by week, day by day. Yeah, I agree with that, definitely. Um, now, let me think. I meant to ask um, Jeff about how big a reaction he got as well in New York over the... Um, Obviously, he only had two minutes of his speech, which is pretty disappointing, to say the least. And I just wondered what sort of response he had back from there. Yeah, that, yeah, that I'm not sure about. I, I can find out for you. I'm, I'm sure because, you know, being in Manhattan, I'm sure people heard about it. And, you know, as we know, one stuff goes on Facebook. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm sure there's people that still haven't listened to it. I know it's, it's on the uh, Save Memphis page, of course, the official page, and then it's on my event room, the unofficial page but yeah and i i don't know if someone put it on your i can have someone put it on your in on in your group too Sue, so people can see it but he spoke for about a minute and a half and it was very very powerful it was very uplifting and very powerful he short but to the point you know that, yeah you know that's that's why i respect jeff so much he he really you know he really is grounded he keeps you know he really keeps to the point and i know uh jeff and diana did they um they were on a, a local news station i believe last week abc in New York, so um, so they also went on there. So, you know, yeah. you know, back to our point, that the publicity's out there. So, well, I've just have sorry, I'm just having Diana messaging on chat, and it says she says it was outstanding. Somewhere. People knew about them already when we got there. So much support at the end, it really was made me cry. Hmm. Oh, bless her. 
Donna, if I could give you um, a big, massive hug right now, darling, I would. And if I could fetch Memphis straight from there, and I'm not going to say swear words, but, you know, if I could fetch him from there, hun, I would be bringing him back right now. So I just want to say the email link again um, to Bloomfield Health at Bloomfield com, and please everybody just ask them invite them onto the Ask Sue show tell them you know we want to promote the fact that they've got any other dogs they want to rehome and also to let us know even if they just let us know how Memphis is or even if they just want to send me an email to the Ask Sue show at gmail.com that I could read out from them a statement anything at all if they want to join us they're, they're welcome to do so so ask Sue show at gmail.com. Anyone else uh, on the phone? Uh, 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 no. No. Nothing. Well, no. I, thought, I thought Diana might call in, but I guess not. I think she, she's she's just listening, listening and observing. <laughs> <laughs> she is bless her. She's an absolute. I, I messaged her, messaged her on the chat quite a few times and. Both the both of them, Jeff and Diana. I mean, I've I've not met them obviously, but I've spoken to them and I've inboxed. Just amazing couple and total respect from so so many people. Well, I I tell Jeff the minute they get him back, I'm on that plane and give Jeff and Diana a big hug and give Memphis a big belly rub. That's my dream. So hopefully hopefully we'll be seeing that shortly. You know, just get him home and uh, let's get on with it. Um, Diana's just put laugh out loud. I'm behind the scenes. <laughs> and uh, do you know what? And to be fair, Diana, that must be a very big full-time job for you just to be behind the scenes because they're very big scenes, love. <laughs> yeah. So, um, now obviously we're getting near to the end of the show, and I just want to read something out to you. Um, you know, let me just find, make sure things work. Last night we did the 9/11 um, show, and um, Tammy was doing did some poems, and she's done one every single year. And I've got um, another poem that she's done for this year to remember, that obviously, the family and friends of all of those people that died that day, the ones that were severely, you know, hurt, you know, the ones that were literally, you know, that will never get over it, even 11 years on. Um, and let's face it, there was dads, there was mums, there was cousins, there was uncles, there was brothers, sisters, and and there was heroes, there was people that went back in there to try and save people mm-hmm. and my mass respect goes to every single one of them and even the dogs the dogs that went out in there as well to literally share and try and, sorry I'm reading an inbox at the same time, so wrong um, also those that literally the dogs that went in to try and find people and then also the other ones that were digging in the rubble after trying to find people that were alive so many people tried to help so many people that day and total respect goes to every single one. So I just want to read quickly um, Tammy's poem for today. So thank you, Tammy, for this. We did not know. We did not know that morning. We did not know that during. We did not know that soaring. We did not know that seeing. We didn't know that hoping. We did not know that grieving. We did not know that changing. We did not know that remembering. We did not know that feeling. We did not know that loving. We did not know that healing. We did know that evening. Wow. 
the the poems that that absolutely amazing lady has given me has been absolutely fantastic. I have goosebumps. And I have goosebumps. Uh, wow. She's just amazing. Absolutely amazing. Tammy, if you're just listening, if you want to send me the link to the other um, poems, I'll very quickly read those out before the end of the show because they were absolutely fantastic. We did them last night and, oh, I'll tell you, she, it's amazing, absolutely amazing. Yeah, as we say every week, so it's amazing how many people are out there. you know. And I did want to have a special shout-out. Her name is Cody. She's the co-founder of the Patrick Miracle page with John Rosa. And she is one amazing lady. She's behind the scenes, in the scenes, and she she does a lot of work. So we love you, Cody, and thanks for all you do. We appreciate it. Definitely. And this is the thing um, I just want to say to everybody that, you know, if if we don't mention you one week or, do you know what I mean, I want everybody to know that at the end of the day, all of you are making the Asu show. Yes, me and Howard are at the front line. But do you know what? There's so many people behind the scenes that are sharing these shows. Um, so many people I could mention that there's loads of that are doing so much. But do you know what? I still want to make this bigger. And it's not, and before anybody, oh, she wants to make a show bigger for her ego. It's right, it's a bit of ego because at the end of the day, I want to save dogs. I want to make change. I want this world to say not enough. And when we stop this BSL and we change it to SL, let's put responsibility on people. Let's change these laws and make it better. And enough of this with Memphis. You know, let the poor dog go to where he wants to call home and where Jeff and um, Diana want to call home for him too. So, you know, yes, I do want to make the show bigger, but I need you to share the show and add your friends to the group. So, you know, please keep doing what you do best. Share the links and tell everybody exactly what's going on. Exactly. You know, Sue, back in the early back in the early Patrick days, someone accused me of trying to get famous off Patrick. Well, you know something? If if that's if that that's great because you know something? I know I'm not famous and I think I've done some good. So if, if someone wants to say I try to get famous off Patrick's name then, then that's that then that's a pretty interesting comment. But actually I appreciate it because the events are famous. So <laughs> do you know what Howard? And I've got to say, everybody, these last couple of days, I know that Howard felt a bit of the strain. Because to be fair, even though all of you see us smiling every single day, and Howard, he is an absolute star. He, he's going to get very big-headed now. But he, I have down days, and he'll send me messages, and he'll put them on my Ask Sue show saying, Sue rocks, and all of you comment. But there's days, and let's face it, there's been a few hours not Howard, that we have had it where we have literally had that much crap that you think, mm-hmm. why do we do it? Mm-hmm. We've literally stopped. And you know what? And Howard's going to maybe tell me after this. Howard, due to stupid and irresponsible and people having a go now and again, actually do hurt us. And Howard, I know, gets hurt by the comments and the things that people say, whether or not it's just in passing or whatever. But I want to say this to you people. Every time that you knock Howard... You're knocking another dog in a rescue centre because this guy has done event after event after event. He's done hours and hours and hours of putting his personal time, he's sacrificed time with his wife and his family and various different things that he's sacrificed. And every time you knock him, that makes him then, like you said to me the other day, going to stop doing so many events because he needs time out. The reason that he will need time out, and which he may say that that isn't the case, 
is because people like low lives that come and give us grief are actually stopping us doing what we're meant to do in. And for you low lives, we have got two buttons that we love to use on Facebook. It's called delete and block. You're right. And for those that want to run us down behind the scenes or whatever, do you know what? You must be lower than us to be able to try and knock us down because at the end of the day, we ain't going nowhere. That's a and good Howard, point. I, I, Howard, I want to just say to you, and I'm going to say this for the rest of the world, and it's, this is not just me and it's not just the Asu show. It's the events. It's your friends. It's your family. It's your neighbors. You are such a special, special guy. And don't you ever, ever take notice of low lives like them knocking you because you have done so much good and you're damn right you're famous because look at every single person on your friends and on the Asu show, you've made a bloody big difference. And I don't care what anybody says. In my eyes, you're famous, you're special, and you will always be a friend of mine. And I don't care what anybody says. Yes, boss. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know something, Sue, the thing is, you know, Facebook, it's great, but, you know, we all get emotional. We all probably say things we, we don't mean. But, you know something, if you see something on a thread that you don't like, PM the person or just don't comment and leave the event or leave the group or leave the page. That's all. That's yeah. all. You know, you know, we all get emotional on Facebook for a good reason. We all have the passion. But, you know, something, there's no reason for that. So, you know, either PM the person, say, I don't agree with what you said, or, or just leave. That's all. There's no reason for it. It just doesn't, you know, and I'm sure, you know, I'm sure I've been, guil- I've been guilty of it, too. I've probably said things that I shouldn't have said, but, I've, you know, I'm trying, you know, I'm, I've now I'm at the point where I'll just leave. I won't say anything. That's all. It's just not worth it. We're no, all Howard. No, no, Howard. At the end of the day, you, you do have to say something because you are a person and nobody should run you down And at the end of the day. And Tammy's just said to me, Howard, say what you feel because the people that care don't mind and the people that mind don't care. Well, you know what my, you know what I will say to that? K-A-R-M-A. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I'm still waiting for the yellow karma bus, and if anybody's got a picture of that, I want it on my Asu Show page. So if anybody sees that, please share that with me. Um, but you know what, Howard, me and you are still going to carry on doing these Tuesday shows, and you will come with those events because I will force you into it. <laughs> no way, mate, are you going anywhere. You have done so much. And do you know what I mean? With Memphis, with Lennox, with Patrick, just look at Patrick. Look in his face and tell me you didn't do enough. Tell me that those events didn't make a difference. No, I say they I say they do, especially with Patrick. They really have. And Definitely. and you know something you know something and, and I'm ser- and I'm sincere about this. We all love Patrick, but you know something and that's why I and I'm not don't I don't wanna uh, you know, we all love him to death. But in time, you know, Patrick will he'll he'll be with the Scavellis officially and he'll be the next Memphis, the next John, the next Bob, but I will never ever I know you know, Patrick, you know, everyone has their pet favorite. I will be as passionate for anyone, but Patrick is my favorite. And I will never, ever, ever let anyone forget what Patrick went through, ever. I will, honor Patrick, I will honor Patrick every year. Yeah. I just want to say that I think Jamie's exactly the same about John, because every time that Jamie sees one of those pictures, honestly, his little face, it just lights up. Every time he makes another step or he does something different or he has a different toy or whatever, do you know what I mean? It's just amazing. So, you know, everybody makes a difference, but we need to make a bigger voice on the Asu show. We need to get this worldwide, definitely. And Sue, one, um, thing I do, one thing I do want to say to the viewers that, and I said it last week, and I will say it, you should be very, you and Bill should be so proud of yourselves for, for the amazing job you've done. I mean, it's just amazing, those kids, what they've done. And, of course, my little Emma there, I love her to death. She's an angel. <laughs> she is. 
she she's struggling a little bit at the moment, Howard, because she started secondary school and it's very tiring going to secondary school. Oh, though. Boy. Very tiring. Yep. Bless her, she's coming home and she's literally going pretty well straight to bed. And she maybe wake up at eleven o'clock and then she'll have an hour. And then she goes straight back to bed and sleeps through the night. I mean, last night, I think she pretty well just slept through from the time she left her, left school to literally the next morning. Well, I'll tell so, you, yeah, she's a I'll be down sometimes. I'll get a little, you know, I'll get a little PM from her. It cheers me up. So. Oh, she's a star. All of them are, definitely. Yep. But we've all got massive respect for you. I know Emma absolutely idolizes you. <laughs> you know I mean? uh, she, and, you know, and the things that you do, you know, just literally putting little comments on our walls and everything. And I know all your friends on Facebook will say exactly the same. You do make a massive difference, Howard. Well, Don't you, let sir. anybody tell you any different. Well, I want to thank, I want to sincerely thank all my friends who support me. I love you all. I can't mention names, but, but you guys, my, my friends know who they are. And I want to thank all yeah. of you so much for the support. I have been down the last couple of days. I want to tell Tammy especially. I haven't called her and she's called me. And I want to tell her how much I love her and care about her. So I haven't forgotten about her. It's just been a rough week or so for me. But I do care about all my friends and really appreciate all the support they've shown. Yeah, exactly. Do you know, I must just say that Tammy did message me and she said, have you heard from Howard? And I said, well, I am going to be hearing from him and I will just give him a little little Facebook cuddle just to make sure he's okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, if she's listening, I love you, Tammy. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, absolute stars. Do you know what? I'm just, I, I tell you what, it's just been an amazing show tonight. I've really, really enjoyed tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, Tammy has just put, thanks, I have been worried about you, Howard. Um, Debs has just put credit to you, Sue and Bill. Um, now, hold a minute. Uh, I'm just seeing, there's, a, there's something I've just missed. Let me just go back a minute. Um, Lorna has just put something on the chat and it says this is an eFit man oh hold a minute they're still typing just stop typing on the chat a minute <laughs> <laughs> this is an eFit of man that I'm actually looking for after he tried abducting a three year old from Riverside Park Southampton last Friday afternoon please repost and bump as much as possible in the hope he gets caught thank you hmm. oh there we go again look another um, person that shouldn't be on our streets, and maybe we should put him on a BSL. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Definitely. Definitely. Well, Howard, my absolute darling friend, thank you very, very much for coming on the show tonight. Thanks. I know everybody's enjoyed the show tonight. It's been absolutely fantastic. Thank you I've very really, much. I've really, really enjoyed it. As always, and uh, be there next Tuesday for another Howard and Sue show. We'll be ready to go. Oh, yes. Ready, ready, ready. Okay. More my friend. stories, more rants. And I'm sure more of Jeff. Um, thank you, Jeff, for coming on the show. And thank you, Diana, for being in the chat tonight. And uh, thank you to Judy, who we are going to be sharing her book on the Ask Sue show shortly as well. And also to Sally, thank you very much, all of you, for coming on the show. It's been absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Okay, so, Sue. Thank you very much, Howard, for joining the show. Okay, love you, my friend. I'll talk I'll, I'll talk to you during the week. Oh, will do. Love you, darling. Good night. Okay, bye-bye. What an absolute amazing guy. If anybody has not got Howard on your Facebook, he is one of life's angels and one of Facebook angels. You can actually join him on Facebook. I will send out and just tell him that, that Ask you sent you, okay? Um, please join him on there. 
he's just an absolute amazing bloke who just has my total, total respect. So um, thank you very much to everybody who's uh, supported our show tonight. It's been absolutely fantastic. And, of course, we'll be back here again next week at 9 o'clock. Um, but I just want to, again, just share a couple of moments with you just to think about all these people that died 11 years ago. The absolute mess in that town, in that city, I should say. Sorry, I'm living in a village, so, you know. Um, but, you know, it made a huge hole in the, the skyline. It made a bigger hole in people's lives. And I want to say, let's just appreciate what we've got tonight, not what we haven't got, and let's just make a difference. Let's just start showing the world that life is too short and that at the end of the day, we need to make a difference. Um, so much love to all of those heroes um, that went in there to save people and also not forgetting that fight where they actually took over the cockpits to try and save people as well. That's the sort of people that make a difference in our lives, the ones that stand up to be counted. And at the end of the day, they saved so many there as well. You know, we can't forget dogs and everything, um, the ones that went in there to try and save them, and also all those people that were digging in the rubble to try and save any people that were still left. Mega respect to every single one of you, all of the family, the friends, and everybody that was surrounding 9-11. We will never, ever forget this day. And at the end of the day, every year will be another anniversary. But also, massive hugs to the family and friends again. And also, of all of those heroes, the ones that unfortunately died, but also the ones that were left behind. So I'm going to leave the last couple of minutes of the show. No, actually, it'll be less than that. Yeah, two minutes of the show. And I will just play um, a song, but it will be where we think about those that unfortunately lost their lives 11 years ago. And again, I'd just like to thank every single one of you for joining the show tonight. And uh, please be safe. And uh, we'll be back on the show tomorrow night with Psychic Night. And then obviously next uh, Thursday we'll be with Philip. And Friday, who knows? But also next week on Tuesday, we'll be with Howard. So thank you very much. We'll have a bit of Power of Love with Jennifer Rush to remember families and the friends and also the victims of 9-11. Good night, everybody. The whispers in the moment Of lovers sleeping tight Rolling by like thunder now As I look in your eyes I hold on to your body And feel each move you make Your voice is warm and tender